Um, good morning and welcome to our service of worship here. Today is a special day for a couple reasons. It is, of course, Palm Sunday, the day when we remember and celebrate Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Uh, but it's also Confirmation Sunday. So you see these lovely faces up here with me this morning. We're going to hear more from them later in the service as they uh, share their statements of faith and talk about uh, what this confirmation journey has meant to them. If you did not get a confirmation booklet and would like one that has all of the students' face statements printed, they are available at the entrances as well as the info center. I encourage you to grab one if you'd like. Uh, just briefly, I want to talk about our Holy Week services that are coming up. We have both Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday services at 7.30 p.m. here at First Church in the sanctuary. Uh, both of those services will also be streamed on Facebook Live. If you'd like to, if you, if you can't join us in person or like to watch, uh, still worship with us, you can join us on Facebook Live as well. Next Sunday is Easter Sunday, Resurrection Day, and we'll have a full slate of uh, services that morning at 7 a.m. in the Ministry Center. We'll have the sunrise service led by the youth. Um, that service will not be on Facebook, but if you'd like to join us for that day, I know the youth have been working hard with Pastor Tory and the leadership team about planning for that service. Uh, immediately following that at 8 a.m., there will be an Easter breakfast. It's going to be a little bit different this year. Instead of um, the hot breakfast downstairs in the social room we've done in the past, it's going to be a, um, a grab-and-go breakfast or, or grab-and-stay breakfast uh, in the ministry center. There'll be uh, fruit, donuts, bagels, that sort of thing that you can either grab on your way out of the sunrise service or come to the second service a little bit early and join us. Um, the tables will be set up in the ministry center, so you can either stay and eat a meal together with, with your friends and family, or if you need to go, you can grab something and head out the door. Um, so that will be at 8 a.m. in the ministry center. Uh, and the 9 a.m. is our morning worship here in this sanctuary, and that service will also be broadcast on Facebook Live and on the radio as usual. Very much looking forward to celebrating the resurrection with all of you uh, next Sunday. Uh, with that being said, there's more announcements in your bulletin. I encourage you to check those out. Uh, if you can, though, I invite you to stand and join with me in our call to worship this morning. This call to worship is taken from John chapter 12, verses 12 and 13. This is the um, triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And after we sing this song, we're going to, or excuse me, after we have these words from the call to worship, we're going to sing number 173, All Glory, Laud, and Honor, as our Sunday school students um, wave palm branches through the sanctuary. So I invite you to hear these words from John chapter 12, verses 12 and 13. The next day, the great crowd that had come to the, for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. I invite you to sing with us number 173, All Glory, Laud, and Honor.
Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Great job, kids, waving those palm branches around. This, this is the fun part of the transition time where uh, children try to find your way back to your parents. Uh, Sunday school teachers that are helping with the parade, if you can help with that a little bit, we'd appreciate it. As And if families, if you need to wave <laughs> and grab your kids, feel free to do that as well. But thank you, kids, for uh, waving those palm branches and making this Palm Sunday extra special this morning. At this point in our service, we are going to transition to our confirmation uh, liturgy here. I'm very excited for the students that are that have been participating this last couple of years, and it's a joy to be able to do this on this Sunday morning. There's a couple of things I want, to sh- I want to share before we turn our attention to the kids, and that is really why we do what we do on Sunday, why we do this as part of our, our ministry here at First Church, and especially why we do this as part of our Sunday morning service on this Confirmation Day. Our goal in Confirmation is to lay a strong, biblical, and faithful foundation for them to build their lives on. In this day, Confirmation Sunday isn't a finish line. It's more like a starting point for these students, one of the first steps in their lifelong journey of faith. And our goal as a church is to equip them with the knowledge, tools, and of course the desire for them to grow in their faith throughout the rest of their lives. And each of these students have worked very hard to get to this point. For two years they studied, prayed, and challenged themselves to grow in their faith. In their first year they were really grounded in Scripture, in the overarching narrative of the Bible. We talked about creation, the fall, redemption, and the second coming of Christ. And in our second year, the year they're just completing, They took what they've learned in their first year and applied the gospel to their own lives by discussing what it really means to trust God and to live out their faith each day. And so in just a moment, you'll hear them stand before God and before you, their church family, and confirm their faith today. Their faith in God the Father who created and sustains them, in God the Son who died in order to save them from their sins, and in God the Holy Spirit who resides in and sanctifies all believers. So with that, I invite our confirmation class to stand. I have some class questions to, to present to you here at this time, and I invite you to answer these questions together. Do you desire to be confirmed into the faith and family of Jesus Christ? Do you renounce the powers of evil and desire the freedom of a new life in Christ? Do you profess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And do you promise by the grace of God to be Christ's disciple, to follow in the way of our Savior, to resist oppression and evil, to show love and justice, and to witness to the work and word of Jesus Christ as best as you are able? And do you promise, according to the grace given to you, to grow in the Christian faith and to be faithful members of the church of Jesus Christ, celebrating Christ's presence and furthering Christ's mission in the world? Praise God. Well, as I shared, they've been working hard of, of grounding themselves in the, in the faith and learning about what it means to follow Christ. And one of the things that, one of the ways that we as a church family can, can do that together is by reciting the Apostles' Creed. The words are in your bulletin. I invite you all to read the Apostles' Creed together with the class this morning. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again, and he ascended into heaven, is seated at the right hand of the Father, and will come again to judge the living and the dead. 
I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Universal Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Amen. One of the blessings of being part of a confirmation class is that these students don't go through this journey alone. Over the past two years, they've studied together, encouraged one another, and pushed one another to grow in their faith. And they've built this re- these relationships that I pray last beyond this day. But they also are part of the first church family. God gives us a church so that we can encourage, support, and build one another up. Church family, I encourage you to support these confirmation students and the commitment they're making today. We all know that we can't do this on our own. And God places us in a church family for that very reason, so that we can encourage one another and build one another up. Each one of us are like coals in a fire. You've probably heard this analogy before, right? Together we can burn brightly, but you take one of those coals out of the fire and pretty soon that heat is going to dissipate, right? It's going to, it's going to cool off in a matter of moments. But then you take that coal and place it back in the fire and immediately you see it warm back up again and become red hot again. That's what being part of a church family is like. On our own, we're going to struggle. But being part of a church family, we can encourage one another in our faith and build one another up. God places us in a church family so that our faith doesn't fade away. And so we can and we should encourage one another to grow in our faith and our maturity in Christ. And as members of this church family, we have a responsibility toward one another. So I challenge you, church, do you promise to love and encourage and support these brothers and sisters by teaching the gospel of God's love, by being an example of Christian faith and character, and by giving the strong support of God's family in fellowship, prayer, and in service? If so, answer, we do. Praise God. In confirmation class, do you promise to accept the spiritual guidance of the church, to walk in a spirit of Christian love with this congregation, and to seek those things that make for unity, purity, and peace? We do. Praise God. You guys can have a seat. Turn over to Pastor Tori. This, is, this begins the, my favorite part of Confirmation Sunday, and that's when you all get to hear their faith statements. This is the part that they're the most nervous about, but they're going to do great. Uh, but one of the reasons I love Confirmation Sunday is because you all get to hear what they believe about their faith and why and what they've been kind of working through over the past couple of years of figuring out what they believe about God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, how they plan to stay connected to First Church and to their faith after confirmation. And so I'm excited for you to hear all that. These We've heard them a couple of times now, um, but they are really good, and it really shows you where each of our students are at right now. So instead of me talking, I'm going to hand it over to them and invite Kobe Reinecke up. My life verse for today is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I believe in God because He is my Lord and my Savior. He is always with me through good and bad times. I believe He can hear me when I pray, and He will answer when the time is right. He sent His one and only Son to die for our sins so we can have eternal life. This, for me, shows His love for us. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He guides all the decisions and what I do with them. He's with me in good and bad times. He is God's Son in the right hand of the Father. He has the, pow- he has the power to make all things happen for the greater good. Even though He is in heaven, He is still with me by my side always. I believe in the Holy Spirit because it guides me in the right directions. It fills me up from my head to my toes with good things. 
gives me spiritual gifts that I can use in my own life, like when I got surgery and I think that meant something for me that he planned. It fills my heart with lots of good things like God. I have grown in confirmation by going to almost every class. I have learned more about God and became closer with him. I have gained my strength through him by reading the stories in our confirmation books. From last year to this year, I have grown in knowing him and what he is doing for me in my life. I have mainly grown in my relationship with him and praying with him. As our confirmation, I will try to come to every church service on Sunday. I will read my Bible and study the word. I will spread the word of scripture to others, making sure they come to church and read their Bibles. I will start coming to youth groups a lot more than I do currently. In addition to all this, I will stay connected with the church and the people in the church throughout my life. Stay up here and ask you a couple questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Kobe, do you here in the presence of God and of this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow that you made or was made in your name at your baptism? I do. And do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? I do. And do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testament? I do. And, Kobe, do you promise, according to the grace given to you, to live a Christian life and always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? I do. Well, Kobe? Yep. Kobe, I invite you to come on down here. I love hearing from the faith statements from the students as well, but this is also another special part where we get to pray for each student individually. So I invite Kobe's parents as well as our current elders, if you are here with us today, I invite you to come forward. And I invite you to lay your hands on Kobe or his parents uh, as, as best as you're able as we pray for Kobe this morning. Let's pray together. Kobe, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend you in every time of danger, preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Kobe and the gift of the Holy Spirit and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that he has been moved to affirm his faith, Help him to live not for himself, but for Christ and those whom Christ loves. Keep him steady and abounding in hope, never giving up, pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Congratulations, Kobe. Now I'll invite forward Connor Butcher. First is First John 4:18. There's no fear in love, but perfect love draws out fear, because fear has to do with punishment, and the one who fears is not made with perfect love. In perfect love, I believe in that God is one in the whole, is the one and only true God. I believe God can do all things because He is powerful. I believe He loves everyone and can help everyone. He created me for a purpose to be loved by Him. I believe we learn about him through everyday experience. He, he is always with us. I believe that Jesus can help me through life because he lived through it too. He sacrificed himself just to save me from my sins. He also died so I could have a relationship with God. I believe that I could not believe in God if it weren't for him. 
I believe in the Holy Spirit because He is the messenger of God. He also helps me communicate with with God in prayer. He helps me choose the right path. He also helps me make the right choices in life. For example, how to treat people with love. He sends me messages from God when I'm fearful. He tells me how much I'm loved and brings scripture to my memory. I believe confirmation has brought me closer to God. By making me read and memorize scripture, taking sermon notes has helped me listen and focus on the meaning of the sermon. Confirmation has had me become who God has created me to be. I believe confirmation has given me confidence that I will also grow as I step up and spread the word of God. I will stay active by going to church and pray for those who need help in their life. I will try to bring people to church and help them believe in God too. I will join activities in the church that God leads me so I keep growing in my faith in God my Father. I will let his light shine bright through me for his glory. Good job. A couple of questions. Connor, do you here in the presence of God and of this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow that you made or was made in your name at your baptism? And do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? Do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? I do. And Connor, do you promise, according to the grace given to you, to live a Christian life and to always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? I do. Connor, I also invite you down here. And again, Connor's parents and the elders, if you don't mind coming forward so we can pray for him as well. Let's pray. Connor, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend you in every time of danger, preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Connor in the gift of the Holy Spirit and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that he has been moved to affirm his faith Help him to live not for himself, but for Christ and those whom Christ loves. Keep him steady and abounding in hope, never giving up, pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Congratulations, Connor. Now, Elijah Lammers. My life verse is Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I believe God is the creator of all things. God created the heavens and the earth and all things in them. I enjoy being in nature and around animals. I believe God speaks to me through his creations. When I am in nature with animals, I feel God's presence. I believe this is how God helps me find my faith in Him. I believe in Jesus Christ. He has given His life for our sins. This is proof that we are loved by God. I believe God wants us to spread His word. 
My belief in his sacrifice assures me that my sins are forgiven. My belief in Jesus Christ has helped me open up to my peers in youth group and Bible study. I believe in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit reminds me of all the things in my life. This fills me with joy. I believe the Holy Spirit helps me with difficult decisions. This helps me make good decisions in my life. I think that the Holy Spirit helps me believe and trust in God. It helps me think about the good things that I have had happen because I believe. I believe the Holy Spirit helps people make decisions. This is what the Holy Spirit does for me. I used to not have a good relationship with God. Now that has changed. I now go to youth group and Bible study, which has strengthened my faith. I also feel like I have a strong relationship with God. I admire the nature he has given us to cherish. I feel God uses nature to connect with me. I am happier now that I have a better relationship with God. I feel that I have increased my faith and grown as a Christian. After I become a member of the church, I will continue to nurture my faith. I will continue to go to Bible study. This will help me learn more about the Bible and what it says. I will also continue to attend youth group activities. It will. It is important to me to spend time with others who believe in God. I will also encourage others to attend these programs and increase their faith as I have. Elijah, do you here in the presence of God and of this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow that you made or was made in your name at your baptism? I do. And do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? I do. And do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? I do. Elijah, do you promise, according to the grace given to you, to live a Christian life and to always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? And invite Elijah's parents as well as the elders to come forward to pray for him as well. Let's pray. Elijah, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows that you make today, defend you in every time of danger, preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Elijah and the gift of the Holy Spirit, and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that he has been moved to affirm his faith, help him to live not for himself but for Christ and those whom Christ loves. Keep him steady and abounding in hope, never giving up and pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Congratulations. Now I'll invite Abigail Pax forward. My life verse is Proverbs fifteen twenty-eight. The heart of the righteous weighs its answers, but the mouth of the wicked gushes evil. I believe that God is our one true God and Father of us all. He loved us enough to send his one and only Son down to earth only to have him sacrificed on the cross for our sins. I believe that one day he will come again and lead us into eternal life and peace in heaven. I believe that one day he will save us once more from sin for good, and all things are possible through him. 
I believe that Jesus is the Lord's one true son and that he died for us on the cross to save us from sin. I believe that he walked among us, showed us kind and showed us the kindness we needed. Jesus was there to spread his father's word and save us from sin. I believe that once more he will walk among us in the flesh and help us to his father where we will live with him for eternity. I believe that the Holy Spirit is a source of my spiritual gift an aptitude for the readiness to learn more. I believe that the Holy Spirit is that gut feeling that saves me from something bad. The Holy Spirit is my consciousness that guides me towards the right choice. Choices. It's the, that voice in the back of my head telling me it's okay, even in my lowest times. During confirmation, going in depth when talking about our lessons has helped me get the deeper meaning. It has made me feel closer to God every week I'm there. It's helped me solidify my relationship with the Lord. I plan on continuing to grow my faith by learning more and providing miracles through medicine as a future doctor. I, ho- I feel as though helping others while learning more about the Lord will help keep my relationship with him strong and help me grow in my faith. Although I can't promise that I'll stay in the area as life takes me through high school and into college, I will try to be as active in the church as a member as I can. I will do so by helping where needed, be it in the nursery or to help decorating. I plan on keeping up with the services, either on the radio or in person. Do you here in the presence of God and of this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow that you made or was made in your name at your baptism? I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? I do. Do you receive and profess this, the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? I do. And Abigail, do you promise, according to the grace given to you, to live a Christian life and to always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? I do. You know the routine by now, right? Come on down and invite Abigail's parents and then elders to come forward as we pray for her. Let's pray. Abigail, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend you in every time of danger, preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Abigail in the gift of the Holy Spirit and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that she has been moved to affirm her faith, help her to live not for herself but for Christ and those whom Christ loves, keep her steady and abounding in hope, never giving up and pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Congratulations, Abigail. I'll invite forward Jay Schreier. Um, my life verse is Proverbs, Proverbs 11:12. Whoever derides their neighbor has no sense, but the one who has understanding holds their tongue. I believe that God sent his one and only son to earth. I believe that he loved us so much, and that is why he sent Jesus. I believe that he created the world. He created Adam and Eve and everything else. Personally, I believe that God has a plan for every person. I believe this because it has been stated in the Bible. I believe that Jesus is God's one and only Son. I believe that God sent Jesus down to die on the cross. I believe all the miracles Jesus did were true. I believe that Jesus shared a small amount of bread and fish with thousands of people. Feeding 5,000 people with such little amount of food seems impossible. I don't know how he did it. I believe that Jesus is our Savior. Jesus has helped me realize right from wrong. Before some things I think would Jesus approve of this, this is how he helps me realize right from wrong. 
Personally, I believe the Holy Spirit is with the people that believe always. The Holy Spirit protects us from Satan. The power of the Holy Spirit can help guide me to make the right decisions. I believe it is a helper or guide. It also helps us understand the Bible. I've learned many different stories in our confirmation book. With these stories, I have learned lessons on how to apply them to everyday things. In class, I also thought of what I could do to be a better person and grow in my faith. To grow in my faith, I will try to pray more. I will try to share my faith with others and my little brother who will be in this confirmation class in the coming years. If I am not involved with the church or with God, I don't think I'd be satisfied with myself. To stay satisfied with myself, I will... I will plan on staying involved with God by going to church as often as possible. If I don't make the church, I can turn on the Facebook stream. So I will stay involved with these things to stay connected with God. Um, all right, Jay, do you hear in the presence of God and of this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow that you made or was made in your name at your baptism? I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? I do. And do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? I do. And do you promise, according to the grace given to you, to live a Christian life and to always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? I do. Come on down. Invite Jay's parents forward as well as our elders that are here today. Let's pray. Jay, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend you in every time of danger, preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Jay in the gift of the Holy Spirit and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that he has been moved to affirm his faith Help him to live not for himself, but for Christ and those whom Christ loves. Keep him steady and abounding in hope, never giving up and pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Congratulations. And last but not least, Lainey Meyer. My life verse is Proverbs 3.15. She's more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. God, the creator, redeemer, and sustainer of the heavens and earth universe, created me. He made me who I am today and sent his one and only son to save me. God will always live within my heart because I know that he is with me at all times. My faith has always been very important since the very first day I met God. I know that if you believe in God, the Son, and Holy Spirit, you will never die and have an, an eternal life. God has been very important to me throughout this confirmation journey because, he felt, because I felt like I got to connect with him more than I already have. I trust God, and I believe that he loves me with all of his heart. Jesus, the Son of God, came to save me. One day he will come to this earth to judge us, which I think would be a breathtaking experience. It says in the Bible that Jesus healed the blind and sick and overall changed their lives. I think that Jesus has changed my life by saving me. He is my Savior who came to this world to die for me. Here's our only way to eternal life and our only way to God. I believe that he will come again and will change the universe forever. The Holy Spirit is with me wherever I go. I feel safe knowing that he will be with me throughout the day. He guides me to make better decisions that God would approve of. Also, he is the presence of God while we are at church, school, and anywhere we go. One thing that I love is that the Holy Spirit keeps Satan out of my head. 
The Holy Spirit is our living hope and is always with us. I feel that I have grown and connected to God throughout my confirmation journey. I understand so much more than I did before, and I know that he helped me accomplish that. Confirmation has been a huge step in my faith, and I am so thankful that I could be a part of this amazing experience. I plan to grow in my faith by continuing to worship God and pray to him. Talking to him on a daily basis will help me continue to grow in my faith. I will take time out of my day to be with him and focus on him. For me to be able to connect to God and the church once I am a member of First Church, I have to be actively involved with the church. I will do that by going to church services on Sunday mornings. I will attend a weekly Wednesday night youth group. This helps me be involved by having a great time while learning about God. I also plan to help with Wonderful Wednesdays and Vacation Bible School in the spring and summer. These activities already help me grow and connect to God, but I want to continue to grow in my faith as well. There have been so many people that have helped me throughout this journey, and I couldn't have done it without them. They are the ones who have helped me become greater in my faith. Therefore, I believe in the Trinity, and I want to grow in my faith. Great job. All right. So, Lainey, do you here in the presence of God and of this congregation renew the solemn promise and vow that you made or was made in your name at your baptism? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? And do you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments? And Lainey, do you promise, according to the grace given to you, to live a Christian life and to always remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church? Come on down. Invite Lainey's parents to come forward, as well as our elders here this morning. Let's pray together. Laney, may the God of mercies multiply grace and peace in you, enable you truly and faithfully to keep the vows you make today, defend you in every time of danger, preserve you to the end, and finally bring you to rest with all the saints in glory everlasting. We rejoice, O merciful God, with Laney in the gift of the Holy Spirit and in the Spirit's power to awaken us to the truth and to inspire us to venture into the fullness of life. We give thanks that she has been moved to affirm her faith, help her to live not for herself, but for Christ and those whom Christ loves. Keep her steady and abounding in hope, never giving up and pressing toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Congratulations. class, I invite you to stand again. Not only have you got to witness the the affirmation of their faith here today and and what a joy that was to hear what they've learned and the the faith that they are placing in God this day, but they're also becoming members of First Church. Church membership is a very important thing, right? We welcome them into into membership to First Church today. But membership, and membership is more than just voting at meetings or giving to the church. It involves joining us in the mission and vision of First Church. All the members, new members and members that have been a part of this church for a long time, are called to work to achieve the purpose which God has for us. And that purpose is represented by our mission statement. And so I invite all of you, both our, our new members as well as the members that are here with us today, I invite you to read our mission statement today to reaffirm the commitment to First Church by reading it together. Again, the words are in your bulletin. We are a community of faith who engage biblical truth to provide an environment where people mature as disciples of Christ, 
And to accomplish our mission, First Church will encounter our Creator, embrace Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior to become His disciples, empower lives through God's living Word, the Bible, to engage with the Holy Spirit to provide guidance and direction, encourage others to know Christ and strengthen their relationship with God, and to enrich the body of Christ by going forth and supporting fellow disciples. Sounded like we missed something there in the bulletin. <laughs> no problem there. Uh, now, class, now that you are becoming members of the church, do you promise to participate in the life and worship of the church and to live out this mission statement with the help of God to the best of your ability? Praise God. In church, let's encourage them by reading the statement here together, welcoming them into the church. We promise you our continuing and prayers as we share the hopes and labors of the Church of Jesus Christ. By the power of the Holy Spirit, may we continue to grow together in God's knowledge and love, encourage each other to live out the mission statement of the Church, and be witnesses of our risen Savior. Amen, amen. Congratulations, class. That wasn't so scary, was it? You made it. Well, to end our time here at this portion of our service, uh, we're going to stand and worship our Lord together. A song that they chose for their class song this year. It's Raise a Hallelujah. The words are in your bulletin. I invite you to stand and let's worship God together.
seated. As we think about how to pray for each other this week, of course, I want to encourage you to pray for our confirmation students as they're, as I said, not finishing their journey, but really just going on to the next step, having completed uh, going through confirmation here at First Church. One of the ways that you can be praying for them is to take one of those confirmation booklets that has their faith statements in it and, and just stick it somewhere that you'll see it in your Bible or somewhere else. It is a reminder to be praying for them as they as they complete this part of the journey, you know, encourage, continue to pray that they would grow in their faith even more in the years to come as well. I also want to encourage you to pray for our radio fund. That is what the offering today is for. So I encourage you, any, any gifts that you make this morning will go to support the radio ministry here at First Church, which has always been a blessing, but has especially been a blessing this past year. And I want to encourage you to support that in any way that you can. Of course, it wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be Palm Sunday without hearing from the bells this morning. So I want to turn it over to, to the bell choir as they, as they bless us with some special music this morning.
Amen. Let's bow our knees together and pray to our Lord and Savior. Father God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for the opportunity to hear from our our confirmation students this morning what it means to trust in you. I pray, Lord, that, that not only they would be encouraged, but all of us would be encouraged by their statements of faith this morning. I pray, Lord, that you would bless them. Uh, as they journey through life, I pray that you would always help them to remain strong in their faith and to always put you first in their lives. I pray the same for us, that we would follow you with everything that we have. May we follow their example this morning and be encouraged by it. We pray all these things in the name of Christ, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Our scripture this morning comes from Philippians 2, verses 12 through 13. It says, Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and act in order to fulfill his good purpose. 
Confirmation Sunday, as I said, is always a special Sunday. I love seeing you guys stand up here and proclaim what you believe and why you believe it. Um, And as your youth pastor, it's really fun to be on the journey with you and to see you guys grow in your faith and in your knowledge of Christ over the last two years. And this morning, the the kids were kind of the sermon. I can't really think of a better sermon than hearing people share what they believe about Christ and how Christ has changed their lives. But I am going to take this moment, this opportunity, while I have you in front of me one last time, to give you a little bit of encouragement and to challenge you. And so, students, you've heard me say multiple times that confirmation is really just the beginning of your faith journey. You all just stood up here and you shared all of the things that you believe and how you plan to stay connected to God and to the body of Christ after confirmation. But here's the deal. Starting tomorrow, you won't have confirmation homework. You won't have Bible verses to memorize for class on Sundays. You won't even be required to show up for confirmation class next Sunday. But... Your faith journey doesn't stop today. It's not over. And so when Pastor Joel asked me to preach a couple weeks ago on Confirmation Sunday, I immediately thought of the passage from Philippians 2 that I just read for you. And it talks about our responsibility to continue to live out our faith in Christ. And it comes off of this really cool faith statement that Paul gave us about who Christ is and what he's done for us. In in verses 6 through 10, it says, Jesus, who being in, in... Being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant and being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. So Jesus gave everything up for us. Right? He had power and authority, and he chose to lay it all down, to become like us, to come to this earth, to be obedient to God, even when that obedience meant that he had to die for us on the cross. But Paul doesn't stop there in Philippians 2. He goes on to remind the church in Philippi and also us today what we have to what our response should be. And he says to continue to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. And so Paul is essentially telling us there it's time to get to work. It's time to put this thing into action. Through Christ, you have been saved. Your salvation with him <coughs> excuse me, is secure. And we don't have to earn our salvation or try to be good enough for him to love us. Excuse me. There's something in my throat. Um, but since you have received that free gift of salvation in relationship with him, it's our job to live that out. And so there's three ways that I want to encourage you and encourage all of us this morning to do that. The first is get into the Word. Get into Scripture. We have to be in our Bibles in order to know God and in order to know how He wants us and how He created us to live for Him. Second uh, Timothy 3, 16-17 says, All Scripture is God-breathed, and it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every, every good work. So if you want to know how God wants you to live, get in your Bible. Open that book up and spend time in his word, and I guarantee you he's going to tell you what he wants you to do and how he wants you to live for him. The second thing is prayer. Don't stop praying. Uh, scripture tells us to pray without ceasing, and there's a reason for that. Because prayer is our lifeline to God. Prayer is powerful, and God uses prayer in amazing ways in our lives. 
And it's through prayer that we are reminded to seek God, to seek his will, and to uh, depend on him in every situation in our daily lives. And the final thing is to connect with other believers. Hebrew 10, 24 through 25 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. Stay connected to the church, guys. Stay connected to a body of believers because God created us for community. He created all of us to be together to support each other. And and when we do that, we are encouraged, we're equipped, and we're challenged to live out, to work out our salvation in him. So here's my encouragement. Here's my challenge for all of us as students. My prayer for you is that you continue to grow in your faith. That you continue to work out your salvation through Bible, Bible study, through prayer, through connecting with other believers. And I pray that you stay connected to our church. And we want you to plug in at First Church. You are always welcome here and you always have a place at First Church. But church, I also have a challenge for you. My prayer for you is to take, take time to connect with these kids. This, this group of kids and the kids coming up behind them are the next generation of this church. Take time to invest in them, to take them under your wing, to talk to them. They're amazing. I've spent two years getting to know them, and these kids are so cool and so have so many awesome talents and things. Get to know them because it'll be worth it. And when we get to know people, sometimes it makes us stick around a little bit more, right? It makes us want to come back. And so, church, I challenge you, get to know this next generation of kids because I think they're pretty great. So Bible study, prayer, and being in community, those are the three things that we all need to be doing every single day to continue to work out our salvation, to continue to live out our faith in him. And so, students, this morning, as your confirmation journey comes to an end, I want to challenge you. Don't stop. Don't stop living out your faith. Today is just the beginning. You all have the tools, the knowledge, and the ability to continue to grow in your relationship with Christ. But it's up to you to continue the work. And we, as a church, will all be here every step of the way to encourage you and challenge you to think and act and be more like Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the chance to hear what, what's on our students' hearts, Lord, what they believe. God, I pray that those words would um, sink into their hearts, Lord, that they would live them out. But I also pray for us as a church that we would take these students and the next generation, Lord, under our wings and to um, help to encourage them and to help them to stay rooted in their relationship with you. God, I thank you so much for all that you are and all that you do. Amen. We sing our closing song, King of Kings. The words are in your bulletin. In the darkness we were waiting Without hope, without light Till from heaven you came running There was mercy in your eyes
this morning comes from Ephesians 3 verses 14 through 21. It says, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches that he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church, in Christ Jesus, throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. You may go in peace. Again, I need you. Oh, I need you. 
walking down these desert roads. Water for my thirsty soul. I need you. Oh, I need you. Your forgiveness is like sweet, sweet honey on my lips. Like the sound of a symphony to my ears. Like holy water on my skin. Dead man walking, slave to sin. I want to know about being born again. I need you. Oh God, I need you. So take me to the riverside. Take me under baptized, I need you. Oh God, I need you. Your forgiveness is like sweet, sweet honey on my lips. Like the sound of a symphony to my ears. It's like holy. 